Lotus FM News with Sadisha Naidu. It's 7 o'clock. Good morning. The Democratic Alliance is touching up its final arrangements for its much-anticipated federal congress to take place in Port Elizabeth this weekend. Today we'll see the Federal Council, the party's second-highest decision-making body, hold its last meeting before the leadership contest commences. In attendance will be the collective National Party leadership, as well as all leaders of the provincial structures. Items on the agenda will include proposals to the current constitution, including that of the creation of a deputy party leader. The Federal Congress kicks off tomorrow morning with a tribute to outgoing DA leader Helen Ziller, who has chosen not to run for re-election for the party's top job. South African Tourism says its objective of growing the tourism in Dalba to being a truly pan-African show is gradually being realized. Delegates have been arriving in Durban for the annual show that puts South African, South Africa and South African travel destinations on the map. SA Tourism CEO Tulani Nzima says so far only one country has pulled out, citing concern over the recent xenophobic attacks. Uh, Madagascar has not accepted uh, its invitation to take up the stand. Mozambique withdrew in the last minute. Burundi is facing its own internal problems and they are unable to come. Congo Brazzaville unable to come. Rwanda, maybe they are still going to come, but they have challenges with visa situation. So I'm, I'm, no, it is not about xenophobia. Mozambique is the only country that cited that. The rest of the countries have got their own internal problems, including budgetary constraints. Meanwhile, delegates will see the return of several popular marketing platforms like the Business Buyers Lounge that prioritizes deal-making uh, meetings with buyers. Nzima says there are some nifty new additions to stretch how Africa can market itself. You know that uh, when SMEs come to a trade platform like Indaba, we generally go back home feeling like, mm, we saw one or two people, but it may not have been meaningful. So we, we are back with the speed marketing. In the tech zone, we have introduced the tech talks. We have created the Talabash this year, which is quite new. A place where people can network, you'll have different African cuisines, activities as well. It helps us to amplify the message that we've been talking about when we continuously say we are Africa in the way that we celebrate ourselves, in the way that we celebrate Indawa. Moving abroad, British Prime Minister David Cameron is now certain to remain in his office at 10 Downing Street. Election results are continuing to pour in for the British general election. Voters took to the polls yesterday. The Conservative Party is on course to retain power, whilst the Liberal Democrats suffered heavy defeats after five years in coalition with Conservatives. The BBC's Rob Watson reports. It's proving an astonishing election. Even the Conservatives seem surprised at how well they've done. The other main parties have done far worse than expected, and it's already being suggested the Labour leader, Ed Miliband, will have to resign. Much of the drama has come in Scotland, where many big-name politicians have been swept away. In a hint of possible tensions to come, the former SNP leader, Alex Salmond, has already said David Cameron will have no legitimacy in Scotland. And wrapping up, the lawyer representing the ex-wife of former President Nelson Mandela, Winnie Madikizela Mandela, believes that they have a strong case against the executives of the Mandela estate. This is over Madikizela Mandela's claim to have the Kunu home outside Mtata placed under her ownership. 
Yesterday, Mvuzo Notiezi filed an urgent affidavit opposing an affidavit by the executors which described Winnie's claim as illegal in terms of civil law as they were divorced. Notiezi believes their case has substance under customary law. Our client and the former president, they were in a marriage uh, called the dual system meaning that they comply with all the requirements of the customary law and later solemnize their marriage in church, thereby creating a civil marriage. Meaning that they were in a marriage that is governed by two systems of law. That is customary law governed by the African.